Welcome to the American Shoulder and Elbow Surgeons podcast. I'm your host, Peter Chalmers, a shoulder and elbow surgeon at UCU Utah and Salt Lake City. And I'm joined today by my co-host, Rachel Frank, a sports and shoulder surgeon at the University of Colorado in Denver. Rachel, how are you? I am doing fantastic today, Pete. How are you? I'm doing great. Before we get started, I should mention the views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of the American Shoulder and Elbow Surgeon Society, the University of Utah, the University of Colorado, or the institutions of any of our guests. Today, we have a very special episode for you. We will be covering the recent inaugural ASCS Mentor-Mentee Meeting, which has been fondly referred internally as the Triple M Meeting. This meeting occurred just this past month and was led by three incredible shoulder surgeons, our guests today, Dr. Melissa Wright, Dr. Sharon Carp Shannon Carpenter, and Dr. Daniel Acevedo. Triple M was created by the Early Career Engagement and Mentorship Subcommittee and has really been brought to life by these three outstanding surgeons who really serve as co-chairs. So they've come on as guests. And first, we have Dr. Melissa Wright, a shoulder level surgeon at the Administrator Union in Baltimore. Dr. Wright, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, really happy to have you on. Next, we have Dr. Sharon Carpenter, a shoulder level surgeon from the Kansas City VA Medical Center. Dr. Carpenter, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited. And then finally, we have Dr. Daniel Acevedo, a shoulder level surgeon from the Southern California Permanente Medical Group. Dr. Acevedo, welcome to the podcast. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. All right, let's get right into it. So um, we're hoping you can tell us about this recent meeting. Who attended? How did it go? Give us the details. Let's start with you, Danny. Uh, it was pretty, I thought it was amazing. Uh, we had a, a little bit over 30 people there. It was pretty intimate. We had about 15 mentors, 15 mentees. Um, we had a lot, lot of uh, young, early ACS members and a lot of um, people who've been in the ACS for a long time, particularly like Jed Kuhn. We had a boo there. Miniachi was there. Dr. Gupta. I mean, just a, bu a bunch of people, the whole gamut of the ACS. So it was, it was really exciting to see all these people come together. And then um, Shannon, tell us, tell, tell us your, your take on the meeting. How did it go? Um, what are, what are some of the things you guys talked about? What was, what, 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 what who, who was there that you were friends with or that you, um, that you connected with? Yeah, so Dr. Akinchil um, from Kansas City came and he gave a great lecture about um, personal life. Dr. Ken Yamaguchi was there and he gave a great talk about um, kind of the business aspect and how to make decisions and how to move forward in your career. So I think what was really cool about the meeting was just the content of the meeting was so different than any other shoulder and elbow meeting. And that's kind of what we wanted was to talk about the soft topics in our lives as surgeons and kind of really get the depth and breadth of experience um, from our mentors. And then um, Melissa Wright, tell us what, um, you know, from your perspective, who are the people connected with? How did you feel like the meeting went? Give us some of the details. Yeah, I would echo a lot of what Danny and Shannon said. Um, you know, this was a small meeting and the focus was really different than other meetings um, that we've all been to before. This was about practice development, mentorship, leadership, personal growth. We had an incredible spread of individuals, people really early in their career, as well as people more mid-career and people that are senior leaders in the ASES. And so everyone was there sharing experiences. Um, we did this really cool thing on the first day. Um, we called it speed mentoring, and it basically gave all of the mentors and all of the mentees an opportunity to meet each other, kind of in like a speed dating setup where we kind of went, we were in two lines and we went opposite directions and you have to spend two or three minutes talking with 
kind of each person. And I think that really set the tone for the meeting. And it was really about kind of sharing experiences and learning together kind of about ourselves and you know who we are as uh, surgeons and people. So we'd love to hear from each of you guys. What was your favorite part of the meeting? I'm sure there were multiple parts of the meeting that you enjoyed, but if you could pick one thing that was the most memorable, your most favorite, what would it be? Melissa, let's start with you on this one. Um, not to sound like a broken record, but I think the speed mentoring was just really cool. Um, we did it early in the meeting, just that first morning, and it just gave every mentee an opportunity to sit across from you know, these amazing mentors for three minutes and just have them kind of one on one. And you might think like, oh, what are you really going to talk about in three minutes? But, you know, I talked about my career challenges, new opportunities coming up, goals, things I want to do with just some of the leaders in our field for those few minutes. And it was it was an awesome opportunity. And Danny, how about you? What do you think? Most memorable? Oh, that was tough. I, I'd have to say there was like three memorable things for me. It was uh, Joe Abood gave a really good talk and they're all kind of similar. So Joe Abood gave a talk, Yamaguchi gave a talk and uh, Sil gave a talk. And, you know, for me, I'm 10 years out, mid-career surgeon. I kind of want to know like, what do I have to look forward to? What are some of the challenges I'm going to face? Things that I want to achieve in my career before I retire. And they kind of all touched on that. You know, Abu touched on light work-life balance on how he goes to all these meetings and still manages to be a dad. And then, you know, still talked about some challenges he, he had in his life, um, you know, very personal things. Um, and then Dr. Yamaguchi talked about his career starting at WashU and then going to work for a, a healthcare organization. And now, now I Northwestern. So, you know, for me, they talked a lot about their struggles, uh, mistakes that they made, uh, things that they did right. And I think that was probably one of the most valuable things because all three of these people I look up to and know who they are. And I think that was one of the key things that a lot of people took away from this meeting is that they had surgeons who maybe, um, you know, did it all right, or maybe stumbled into where they're at, but a lot of them were in good positions in their career. And I think I had something to learn from each of them. Shannon, what about you? What did you think was the best part of this meeting or your favorite part overall? Yeah, I echo what they say, but some of the lectures I think got really real and really vulnerable and just having people that you look up to and respect um, just look at you and say, you know, I haven't gotten it all right or I don't have it all figured out, but I'm working through it. And I wish that I would have had a meeting like this early in my career. I think just really emphasized the value of this meeting. And then some of the words in that brief um, speed mentoring session, when some of like the giants of the shoulder field are sitting across from you and speaking life into you, um, it was just a pretty impactful experience. Certainly sounds like an incredible meeting. I mean, having interacted with uh, some of the people you talk about, they are just they're they're just wealth of just they have just a wealth of wisdom. What, um, let's talk all about takeaways, you know, like some of the times I think when I think about a meeting, I think about what was the, what was the one thing I learned that like is going to stick with me? So Melissa, what was like the one thing that you think the attendings took away from the meeting? Like what was the, the, the take home lesson? What, or maybe what were you hoping them to take away that maybe was achieved? So, I mean, I think some of the things we wanted people to take away were just, you know, making connections. So coming away, having met a few more people in ASCS, um, you know, understanding the organization a little bit more and what makes it special. Um, 
and I think I think we achieved those. Uh, you know, we got so much really positive feedback just during the meeting and immediately afterwards about people who just really felt like they, you know, learned a lot and got to know people in a different way and and enjoyed the experience. Um, you know, I think one of the things I personally took away, um, you know, as my co-chairs have alluded to, there was some you know really really deep talks. You know, people really kind of shared a lot of personal things and you know their challenges and stuff and. I think I took away that, you know, everyone's journey is different and there's so many ways to get involved in the ASES, to be a great shoulder and elbow surgeon. And you have to find the things that really speak to you and stay true to yourself as you kind of get involved in things and make decisions going forward. What do you think, Shannon? What were some of the takeaways for you? Yeah, um, one of the things that has stuck out to me is all the books that everyone mentioned. Um, I kept a list of them and I actually made an Amazon list and I talked about Dr. Kuhn about maybe having like a little book club or something for ASES so that we all have a similar vernacular that when we meet together and we speak together, we're speaking the same language when it comes to leadership and development. I would love an ASES book club is such a great idea. That's a that is a really cool idea. What about you, Dan? <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it's just, um, you know, Dr. Kuhn gave a leadership talk in the beginning about getting involved. And I would have to say that, like, getting involved is probably, like, the best thing that I've ever done. Um, I've been on a few committees now. I've helped with, the, I co-chaired a couple of meetings now. And I think that just for me, I started to realize the value of the ASCS and, and everything that everybody does, including you two with this podcast. Uh, you know, I think the more the more I put in, the more I take out, and the more I love the organization. And it was really for me, it was fun to try to share that with a lot of the mentees and just to try to show them like, look, this is this is cool. This is fun. This is valuable to you. Like you have to get involved. You have to keep it going uh, because, you know, it, it does X, Y and Z for your career, for your for your, you know, for your mental health or just your 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 network. Right. So I think for me, uh, my take home was just that um, I'm just really proud to be a part of the organization. And I just want to continue to keep getting involved and hopefully kind of spread that. Uh, amongst the younger members. Now, as, as you all know, this meeting was held in Florida at Exactech headquarters, and so there was some industry involvement with this. Tell us, what, what was the role of industry in this meeting, particularly for our listeners who didn't attend but may be attending next year or may have heard about this? What, what was the role of industry in this specific meeting, and was it good? Was it bad? What did you guys take away from that? Um, Danny, let's go right back to you. What do you think there? I, th I thought it was fun. You know, we, we, we try to make it so it wasn't like a huge commercial for the company. And I think they did a good job and they were kind of working with us to not make it seem like a big commercial, even though we were at their headquarters. But, you know, we got to see how implants were made. They talked to us a little bit about, um, you know, working with industry, what they look for in a consultant, et cetera. Um, you know, so I think there was a lot of things that you wouldn't really learn at a normal meeting um, that I think a lot of people, if they're interested in getting involved in the industry, they, they took a lot home from that. Shannon, what are your thoughts? Do you think it left a good flavor, a bad flavor? Was it explained to the attendees the role of industry with ASCS in this meeting? I don't know if it was explained as much like on our initial introduction emails, we said that it was going to be sponsored by industry, but I think um, our industry partners were very gracious and generous and did an excellent job supporting the meeting 100%. Like I showed up the day early um, to get things set up and they had a whole team of people there 
um, setting up the, the rooms for us. Like they just went out of their way over the top with hospitality. One of the things that I wasn't too excited about before the meeting and turned out to be one of my favorite parts was a bullseye session. So in between the lectures, they set up little stations and we got to use their um, equipment and we got to compete mentors versus mentees to see who could get the version and inclination best using their little tools. Um, and I don't use those particular tools in the OR, so it was the first time I had laid hands on them and I thought it was kind of a fun little competition and then they crowned the victors at dinner that night. So I think, you know, partnership with industry is super important. And I think that, you know, we've proven that this can be done without a bias of commercialism. Melissa, any other thoughts about the role of industry in this meeting? Yeah, I mean, I think they just partnered really well with us. You know, they they understood. We had you know a lot of conversations with them. They understood what the goals of the meeting were, and they were excited about them. And so, um, I think we worked together well to, you know, not lose sight of what we wanted um, in terms of a meeting from an ASES standpoint, while also kind of tapping into some of the unique knowledge and information they have that they could help share and contribute to the meeting about the role of like consulting and. Um, you know, intellectual property and things like that, that, um, you know, our, our membership is interested in and they could share some of their expertise in it. So I think it was a great partnership. And, you know, I think industry is an important part of what we do in a lot of ways and, and working with them um, in kind of a, a partnering way where we have a common goal, um, I think can be great. Now, this meeting came out of um, discussions within the early career engagement and mentorship subcommittee. This is a committee that uh, all five of us are on together that I've really enjoyed that Rachel is leading us for currently. I mean, this podcast, just to be frank, came out of that same subcommittee. Tell us, um, I want each of you to talk a little bit about, you know, your experience on the committee and then hopefully, Danny touched on this a little bit earlier, but how that, how being involved in that committee or maybe other committees in the SES, like how that's enriched your career or ways in which you think that that's been helpful uh, or unhelpful to your your, 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 your larger career arc. Maybe we'll start with you, Danny. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the committees have been great, right? So I knew Ron Navarro and I, and I knew you and Rachel a little bit, right. But there was a lot of people in the ASCS and I'd go to meetings. There's so many people. Um, and, you know, I kind of hung in my circles and a lot of people get turned off by that. I think when they're new, because there's a lot of you know, big shoulder surgeons in this, um, and they're a little intimidated by that. And I think that being in the committees kind of gets you into the sticks, right? Like I started to meet a lot of other members in ASCS I didn't know, um, you know, and then I interact with them on virtual meetings here and there. At first, it's, you know, it's a little awkward, but you kind of get used to it. And then you're talking and everyone's sharing ideas and, you know, you're having fun. It's kind of like a virtual hangout. And then, you know, after after meeting everybody online is always weird right then you go to the meeting and then you meet them and you talk more and i think just it helps you cultivate the relationships a little bit better when you're getting involved i mean if you're going to be a part of the ascs if the best thing is to do is to get involved you don't want to just come and coast like what's the point right what's the point of joining a, a large society like this you have to kind of get involved and there's there's so many committees to be on i think you can find i think i'm on the diversity committee i'm on i'm on this committee um and that's kind of it for me right now but there's a few other committees i'm interested in and there's just there's so many opportunities to get involved and i would encourage anybody who who wants to be in this society to get involved i mean that that's the really the best way to meet people and to kind of get um some of that um the connections that you're going to get uh, by meeting these people 
What about you, Melissa? What you can tell? What can you tell us about your experience on the subcommittee, that early career engagement and mentorship subcommittee? Uh, it's been great. Um, you know, I, I would echo I think what Danny said earlier that the more he has put into ASES, the more he's gotten out of it, and I think that I would completely agree with that. And so I've had the chance to be on a couple different committees and. I um, am really in my career, I'm very interested in mentorship. And so um, one of my mentors was on this committee previously and kind of got me hooked into it, um, kind of with the idea of getting involved in the, the planning of this meeting, because it was something I was very excited about um, when we had talked about it. And so um, I think there's just so much potential for this committee in particular, the early career um, mentorship committee or subcommittee, um, that it's just a question of what's going to happen next. I mean, like you guys said, this podcast came out of that. We have this meeting out of it. You know, Shannon is talking about a book club. Like there's, this is where, you know, our, our young members are excited about participating, excited about making connections, getting to know people and just continuing to, to make this society better and better. So I think more to come from this committee for sure. What else can you add for us, Shannon? I think like Danny was saying, getting involved, you know, with the committees that are really interesting for you. And I think, you know, a lot of people when you hear committees, you're like, oh, that's another obligation, right? But truth be told, these committees are very well organized. All the meetings I go to are very succinct. We actually get things done. And I appreciate that as someone who volunteers and does different things. I appreciate that ASES um, actually, I feel, gets things done. We don't waste a lot of time on meetings. Additionally, I think it really makes the world a lot smaller, you know, when you're on these small committee meetings with the president of the society um, or past presidents, you know, you really get to know these people like Danny was saying, and it just makes the world a difference. You know, speaking of volunteering time, it's it does seem in 2023 that so many people are meeting out. They're going to this course as an attendee, that course as a faculty they have their own clinical and teaching and research and team coverage obligations, family obligations, of course. And so sometimes thinking about committing time, whether it's a day, day and a half, two days plus or minus travel to get to a meeting like this, where it's kind of the soft subjects, the touchy feely subjects, so to speak, it might not be as obvious or attractive to, to people to want to come to this. But clearly, the vibe was so incredible, and these topics are so relevant to everything we do that this this really does seem like a can't miss meeting. How would you guys kind of tell people who who haven't been to this who or who are thinking, "Oh my gosh, I can't go to yet another meeting, especially if um, especially if I have to volunteer my time, et cetera what What would you say to them in terms of encouraging them to come to this meeting in terms of the overall take homes? Melissa, let's start with you. I mean, I think this meeting is very different than other meetings. And so, you know, you can go to a lot of different meetings. It's great. There's a lot of opportunities, but you can go to a lot of different meetings and, you know, hear different talks about techniques and things like that. I don't think you can go to a lot of meetings and have some of the talks and kind of small group sessions and speed mentoring that we had here. Um, and I think these topics are topics that most people, if they sit down for a few minutes and think about, um, that, that do matter to them. And I guess if it's something that really isn't on your mind, mentorship, leadership, kind of that sort of thing, then maybe it's not the meeting for you. Um, 
But I think these are topics that a lot of people are caring more and more about their work-life balance, their personal and career development and how to blend that all together. And we just don't get that um, in a lot of other places. And so this is a, a great opportunity to be able to come together and learn about something we don't normally get to learn about and talk about. Shannon, what are your thoughts? I feel like it's such an accelerator or incubator of ideas that by taking this two or three days out of your schedule, whether you're a junior faculty and you're like, I can't afford to take that time off for my OR schedule, or you're a senior attendee and you're like, I already feel like I give too much of myself. Um, the mentors that were there reported one, that they learned a ton from this meeting and two, that, you know, really giving away their wisdom and their advice, they received so much more. And then the younger attendees, like the things that they learned about life efficiency, OR efficiency, how to structure their life and set things up, how to think about things, just some of the really big concepts, I think in the long run are going to save them God only knows how much time, effort, and energy, right? Banging their head up against the wall. So I think it's definitely valuable. Yeah, it does seem like this meeting offers all of the topics and things that we all crave, that we all like talking about. And even some of the things we don't like talking about, but we need to talk about some of that vulnerability, et cetera. And, and this is really the first and only meeting that I know of that offers all of this in a concise space with literally the world's experts when it comes to, to shoulder topics, but also running practices and, and running businesses, et cetera. Danny, any final take homes from your perspective on, on this meeting and, and why people should be interested in it? Uh, I think people should be interested in it. There's, there's really only two times, like, a couple of meetings to go to with this triple M, right? It's a, it's a bimodal distribution. I think you're going to go to it and gain a lot of it one time as a mentee, maybe twice. And then the next time through your career, you're going to kind of travel through the ASCS and then you're going to be a mentor. And then you're going to gain all the knowledge that you're going to have at that point from giving advice to the younger people, right? So I think this is, if you're only going to go twice, maybe three or four times, at least twice while you're in the ASCS, this is one you don't want to miss. You know, I have my bias on different meetings I like to go to, but there's tons of meetings that are yearly. And this one, I think, you know, you're really going to get the most of it when you're a mentee and then as you progress through a mentor. So I think that, um, you know, as far as membership is concerned, this is probably one of it's going to be one of the more important meetings to go to as you kind of progress through ASCS and progress through your career to really kind of, you know, take something home from a meeting, right? Not just learning about shoulders, but learning about yourself, learning about your career and your path, and then and then the kind of impact you're going to make in the shoulder community. Well, it sounds like this is a was a hugely successful meeting with a lot of important lessons for really, you know, all ages. Um, so the, I guess the next question is, are we going to do this again next year? Are there future meetings planned? Is this going to be an every year, every every other year? Um, what are the what are the plans for how to do this in the future so that if listeners are listening is thinking they'd like to attend, they could plan on it in the future? What Melissa, do, do you know what is what's what happens next with this meeting? So we are looking to uh, host the meeting again next year. Um, plans are in the works, so stay tuned. Um, but, you know, we think it's a really important thing for the ASES, and so we want it to continue. Um, it is, you know, sort of tied to the mentorship program. And so the mentorship program is, you know, part of the offerings of the Early Career Engagement Committee. And um, we would encourage everybody to sign up for that, you know, either as a mentor or as a mentee, whatever, you know, wherever you fit in. Because really the goal of the meeting, um, you know, we want to keep it small. 
and we want to keep it focused on that mentor mentee program and so you know if we're, we will cap it at some point and so we are planning to continue to do it and join the mentorship program get involved in that way and then capstone your year of mentorship or menteeship uh, with the meeting anything else you can add to us for future plans danny no, I think she pretty much summed it up. I'm, I'm not into spoiler alerts, but I think it's going to be, it's probably going to be a, year, a yearly thing, and I think it's going to continue to get better and better. Shannon, can you give us any other spoilers since Danny's not willing to? I just want to reinforce what Melissa said that, you know, we don't want people to view this meeting in isolation. Our goal of this really is the cherry on top of the mentor mentee program. And so to promote that program and to get people involved and interested in it, that is where we plan on taking future um, enrollees for the meeting is from the mentor mentee program first and foremost. And, um, you know, that program has a lot of meat to it in of itself. So when that invitation comes out, I think in the next month, just really pay attention, sign up, sign up to be either a mentor or a mentee. And then we hope to see you at next year's meeting. Well, all the listeners, you heard it here. The meeting is fantastic. There's nothing like it. And you guys should be going if you're not already going. So we want to thank our three co-chairs uh, and podcast guests tonight for joining us. We appreciate you spending the time with us for this ASCS podcast. And that is all the time we have for this podcast. Again, thank you so much to all three of our guests, uh, not only for joining us tonight, but for putting together what was a phenomenally successful and outstanding meeting. The feedback's just been terrific. So thank, thank you all so much. For all of our shoulder and elbow listeners out there, please don't forget to subscribe. And for Pete Chalmers, I'm Rachel Frank, and we'll see you next time.